from the Willamette Valley in America's great Pacific Northwest. You are listening to the Ernest Mann Show, and I'm your host, Ernest Mann. No matter where you may be listening in this great, big, beautiful world, we all share. You know, folks, you absolutely should know by now how much I appreciate you tuning in or tuning in again. This is episode number 136, Crooks and Criminals, How Nancy Pelosi Lives After Retirement. How Nancy Pelosi is living large after retirement. This is something that I'll, that basically nobody in the mainstream media is talking about, so I guess I will. I'm going to throw my proverbial hat into the ring and see what you guys think, okay? Okay. And so there are so many people that have commented and talked about Poor, poor Nancy Pelosi. And there's a change in the political climate. And essentially, she's going to, that means essentially retirement, or at least it should, um, as the House Speaker and so forth, because, well, there's a change in the political arrangement of now there's a greater group. What that means, of course, is that there is a larger or greater group of one set of uh, financial criminals as opposed to her. So uh, she's no longer in charge of being that. And so uh, pretty soon she'll hit the gavel for the last time or whatever damn ridiculous um, nonsense uh, ritual that they do. But the question is... um, and this is something that I'm going to talk about um, in greater depth in the future. But I just wanted to let I know you're all on pins and needles and can't wait to hear about Nancy Pelosi. And, you know, it's 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 sitcom stuff, folks. It's it's soap opera stuff, folks. <laughs> Oh, Nancy Pelosi loses leadership of the House as House Speaker. What will America do? Tune in this time tomorrow when we find out. You know, that kind of shit. And it means nothing. Did I can't do it because I don't have a big enough uh, budget or knowledge base to do the cool sound of crickets. But it's sound of crickets. It doesn't mean a doodly damn for you. However, it does have meaning. See, there's what has meaning to us, to you guys, and what has meaning for her and her crowd. Now, for her and her crowd, she made it to the finish line, folks. After, I don't know, 30, 40 years of unabashed theft never met a lobbyist she didn't love yeah got those purse strings i haven't checked it on last count but somewhere roughly 
her personal not including properties and every damn thing else, all the other stuff, but about sitting on 450 or 500 million dollars. Now, I know that some of you might say, well, compared to Jeff Brazos, or she's, you know, there's nothing there. And yes, by comparison, yes. <clears throat> but uh, the fact that you can pocket and steal, and what I mean by stealing is this. It's sort of like, imagine this. This is just one of countless examples that I could give because I talk about this and I talk about these folks because it's our money, folks. And here's just the quick, simple analogy that I could give. If you took your car to a mechanic because of various problems that it's having and, you know, the mechanic said, okay, yeah, and they're supposed to be a good mechanic and you, you want to trust them and you have faith in that mechanic and they say yeah well i think it's this and i think it's that and then they try this and then they try that and they're you know your car's in and out of the shop consistently and it's still not right and this shit goes on for six months now i believe that most folks would agree even before six months, but there's people that would uh, be strung along for this scheme for six months that, well, gee, you know, they say to you and they have a rapport with you and you, and the thing is you want, you want to trust them. And you see, that's where, it, that's the whole thing. And they come in and, and, and as a good salesperson, you know, they're very, they tend to be very personable and they really, really care about your car. And, but as they string this along and this, this, this con that keeps going, and well, this is a really tough one. They say four months into this, we're just going to have to get in there and do some more analysis of the situation because it's, it's just absolutely, it has our guys stumped. But if you just have patience and, well, cha-ching, uh, more of your money, yeah, we'll, we're, we're going to get this. We're going to, yeah. Yeah, right. Think about this. Just step back in your mind just for a moment. Um, if I'm, if you're listening and you're one of the many millions of people who absolutely despise Nancy Pelosi and her whole con thing. Well, I'm I'm I know I'm preaching to the choir. But that's not what this is about. This is about the rest of you who really who've been duped and you really want to believe. Now Right there, hear me out. I am not being partisan. I do not intend to be partisan. I got just as much bad shit to say about Republicans as Democrats, okay? So it's not coming from that, okay? Okay. But um, this woman, this political, this creature, this thing 
has been running a good game and there's, you know, there's many of them. So she's no different in that respect. Um, that she's been running this Ponzi scheme and she made it. She made the big con. No more voting. No more appeasement to the crowd. She got all her money together. And that money, that big money, your money, my money. Because the thing is, it's all the contributions. When I say the theft, the stealing, it's all the contributions from not just citizens, regular folk, but the lobbyist. And guess where the lobbyists get their money from? Well, they get their money from companies, the companies that sell you products. So, yes, it's a long chain, but it's ultimately theft. And the reason why I say theft, and I talk about this a lot, and you'd have to, uh, you know, you'd have to go back and listen and, and, and to previous things I've said. But I'm going to say it again because I I suppose I should periodically let you in on this. Um, it's theft. Where is all the theft? The theft is when you promise things and you never deliver. And people on mass, the citizens, they have to suffer. We have huge numbers of people that are currently suffering. I'm not just talking about the, the, the terrible shame of this country, of the homeless everywhere. And they are that ubiquitous. It's not just New York or L.A., they're everywhere. And that is a direct consequence. They want to say, well, it's drugs. Well, it's this. Well, to a certain relatively small point, yes, it's that. But, you know, when your life has hit rock bottom and you have no way out and you don't have gainful employment and you don't have this and you're being stolen from, from every conceivable angle, then, yeah, you know this as well as I know this. Sometimes when you're, when you're that distraught, you turn to coping mechanisms, usually drugs or alcohol. People do that. It is a way of coping. I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying that's what it is. That's all. And you got a whole hell of a lot of people in this country that have been screwed over for a minimum, I say a minimum, of at least 20 years. They know it. And if you're on the short end of the stick of things economically, you know it. And so when I talk about her and the thievery and the theft, that's what I mean. That's what I'm talking about. Because this, um, com this unmitigated um, unconcern, two-facedness, and the hypocrisy of it is what really gets me, folks. When you have someone 
<clears throat> that has this level of wealth, and they've had this level of wealth for many years. Yet, they want to talk about, they, they have the audacity. I'm falling off the fucking couch when I'm listening to this. Um, yeah, and so when I uh, eh, uh, hear her talk about uh, the American people, and of course, um, this is um, mm, uh, what we want to do for the uh, mm, American people. You know, every, every, just about everything she said for the last, I don't know, 30 plus years, it amounts to that. It's that ridiculous. I mean, you would, you would get, I know this is vulgar, but it's to the point at least. You would get the point that you would, or you would get certainly get the impression that um, before she could take a shit, she has to form a committee. And look, there are things that are admittedly somewhat complicated. Okay, fine. I understand that. But there are things that are not. And there are things that should not be. And, and I say this justifiably so. Again, don't get me wrong. I'm not attempting to be partisan. But, you know, the folks in this country who are trying to live on the fringes of what we used to call a more traditional American life. And they add up because if you're on the West Coast, well, just go East and there you'll find them. There they are. And these are good folks. Give you the shirt off their back, folks. I'm not sanctifying them. I'm just saying from my time that I have spent and got to know them, these are good folks. And the difference between them and the other people on the other end of the spectrum is that they can, you know, basically see when they're being screwed over and when, and here's the big one, when they're not having true equal representation for their interest because the interest is far more, let's say, ideological than it is, you know, practical. And these are folks, thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, thank God, thankfully, they, uh, they live a practical life. So uh, you want something genuine and maybe doesn't have a whole lot of polish and shine, but is genuine, and that is their polish and, and shine. And that's what they're so pissed off about. People like her, and the inability to be heard, no matter, it seems like, no matter how hard you try, that you're simply not heard. And any and I think anybody anybody would be pissed off about this. 
And I'm saying it runs the full gamut because there are quite a few also, uh, let's say, less than honest, um, less than having high degrees of integrity Republicans who basically, although it's in a different matter, they do it, they do the same shit. It may be in a different uh, manner, but they do it in the same, they do the same shit. They're just hoping that their supporters, quote unquote, don't catch on. And that's worked on their end. In other words, as far as fucking people over, it's a f open market. It's a free market. And while they are out there waving the flag and talking about, you know, working rights and talking about this and talking about that, meanwhile, they're, they're doing things that are just as bad. I didn't say all of them. I said a lot of them. But in this case, what I'm talking about is the spectacle, because this whole thing about her, basically what amounts to this is, you know, a lame duck session and, you know, what's going to happen to Nancy Pelosi? On top of that, the victimization thing, because some lunatic attacked her husband with a hammer recently. So there's that. So they can skate on that shit for the next, I don't know, five months or whatever the hell they're going to do. And by the way, just a quick aside about that. These circumstances, I'm not, I'm not saying it didn't happen, but the circumstances surrounding that entire situation with this man and the man that, uh, you know, struck uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi's husband. Um, it's, it's really very strange and peculiar. It really is. I'm not, I'm not going to go into it, but what I'm saying is, it's not just as though, as it's being, again, put forth through the mass media, that lunatic, you know, finds, breaks into their home. Here's a lunatic and, you know, grabs a hammer and just, you know, wants to beat the hell out of Mr. Pelosi. It's a little bit more complicated than that, but they have managed to hush hush that up as well there's a bit more to it maybe i don't know maybe in a future episode if you want if you contact me if you if you want that i will to talk about that but it's it's not just that cut and dry folks but anyway back to nancy because it doesn't matter what's fill in fill in fill in the ticket the uh, Chuck Schumer or you know Pelosi or you know whomever it's the same thing the basically facing a retirement 
And here is, they're supposed to get a party. They're supposed to get uh, what we used to have many, many years that I remember. That tells you how old I am, folks. Uh, a retirement that gave you a watch, a gold watch. And she's getting her equivalent, you know, publicly, publicly or otherwise, of the gold watch. But it's... It's a different thing because instead of dedicated service as a as an employee, a guy that, I don't know, shoveled coal into the furnaces reliably in a steel mill for 25 years. No, that's not what it is at all. In between the real meaning, what it's become is, God damn, Nancy, you grifted the public successfully. You didn't lose your job. You didn't lose your position in office. You you ducked all the inquiries and all. You did this brilliant, brilliant theft for all these years. And, you know, us Wall Streeters and the rest of our, you know, the family of corporate criminals, we're just so proud of you. You you are amongst, amongst us uh, sociopaths and narcissist and you know the the obscenely rich we're just so proud of you and and we just want to give you a good send-off because that's what it is not of course stated in those terms but yeah it's um so what it boils down to what do you do well if she hasn't already then you write a memoir That'll generate, God only knows, you know, several million more dollars um, for the life. It, you know, it would be like, I don't know, if things would have turned out, say, for instance, different for some mass murderer like, um, I don't know, um, Ted Bundy uh, or, or Charlie Manson or some, that, that they could sit back and just, yeah, I, I'm going to, of course, not being in prison because, well, the real criminals, they don't end up in prison. They really don't. Very seldom. Sometimes, sometimes they have to throw just for public appeasement. They have to throw one of their own under a bus occasionally. I mean, it's ancient history now, but Bernie Madoff was, was one of them and my personal joke that I love is what an ironic name Bernie made off because he made off with all that money. <laughs> but yeah, just to keep up appearances, they have to pick one and they gang up on them and their shit in the media. And, you know, I, and I, for instance, as an example, and I am in no way condoning shit that was done by um, Harvey, you know, Weinstein. But I'm saying that's another example. I'm in no way condoning what he did, okay? But I'm just saying he has to be a poster boy. And so occasionally they, they pick one and, you know, they cannibalize them. But that has to represent, it's for the greater good, for the group of criminals, it has to be for the greater good. And so that's what they do. That's it. And um, no difference 
with Nancy. Um, let's see. Um, she had, over the course of her entire career, as far as actually really truly doing things, especially and particularly, I would say in the last 10 years, as far as meaningful doing things meaningfully that make huge, important social change a reality of helping us rid our streets of the epidemic of homelessness and the list that could just go on and on. How do I equate this? Let me think. She hasn't done shit. She didn't do shit. She made a lot of great speeches. And her thing is to cut. Well, uh, yes, and it's very complicated. Um, and so, and you, you don't have the intelligence to even possibly understand the complexities of this. Um, but um, that's why you hired me. And um, I have a committee and... We're going to uh, work on this, and uh, we're going to talk about things some more. And uh, and that's what they all do. They may not sound like her. They have the same, you know, the same vocalizations. And I, of course, being a guy, I probably do a really horrible impression of of Nancy. <laughs> But hopefully, at least you get my point. And so, yeah, she's been in a 30-year fucking committee of how to fix things that are, well, eminently fixable and relatively simple if we wanted to commit to it and have some apply some money. I mean, maybe this is, um, you know, and not... I'm not in any way trying to be anecdotal here, but I'm just saying this would be like talking. Imagine if you had to negotiate with a person and all you wanted them to do was turn off the fucking light switch to the light in your living room. And you had done that for, I don't know, 12 years while they stood around. Um, well, uh, yes, it, but it, it is a, um, it requires force. Mm -hmm. And, um, application i mean when you uh when you approach that switch um you have to uh bear in mind the um Im Im implications um um of that um switch and as you approach it you have to reconsider mm, and um convene with mm, other uh members of your uh committees and uh should i even approach the switch um, and that kind of shit for 16 fucking years, folks. That's just an example, of course, but I'm saying it is all you wanted to do. Imagine if you had to deal with a person. Well, of course you wouldn't because they would be, if you wouldn't be, hopefully you wouldn't be with them in a relationship, let's say they'd be on a fucking psych ward where they belong and you would either be alone or potentially with someone else. So, but I'm saying it is, if you think about her 
legacy, all this in these terms, um, it's it's incredible. It's it's absolutely incredible that a person can mindlessly just talk as she has talked and for 20, 30, 40 years, good good God. And essentially, I'm saying essentially done very little or anything meaningful because they have to dodge doing that because that doesn't make their corporate supporters, the people who really, you know, give them the money, doesn't make them happy. So <clears throat> what she, for instance, could say and should say is, I want to thank all of the American doofuses, uh, I mean citizens, who all of these years have stood by my side and supported me ideologically and financially. And I want to thank all of my corporate lobbyist friends on Wall Street, who I never, ever crossed in any way, for their support. Now that I have that, I am going to simply do what I need to do in the future. And um, the future, of course, personally is uncertain, and I can't talk about that. But fortunately, I don't have to form a committee. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. And it's like, clip, 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 clip. Nancy, 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 what about Nancy? And she shuttles off and waddles off. I can tell you what she's going to do. She's going to do what any smart oligarch does. They waddle off into the sunset and bask in all of the money that they have stolen and they don't have to account for a single dime and there's no more committees. In other words, the pretend game is pretty much over. They've stolen it all. They've gotten it all. But they don't have any more public appearances that they have to do and they don't have to smear out and projectile vomit any more I really care for you. Bullshit. They're just so relieved by that, folks. She can finally bask in, well, just not having to bullshit anymore. While they've waddled off into the sunset with their huge pile of, I don't know, I think it was last count around 450 or 500 million dollars. Of our money? Yep. <clears throat> I think I get it. You know, it's it's kind of like, uh, I guess, I don't know, hitting lottery or something. Then you want just complete anonymity and you just want to live your very, very obscenely wealthy life for the rest of your life and perhaps your immediate family and whatever the hell you're going to do with it. It's certainly 
you know, I mean, you might give, maybe she gives $1,000 to the homeless or, all right, 10000 Any amount, you know, if it was like 100000 200000 and normal people, regular working people go, oh, did you hear Nancy gave $300,000 to X project? <laughs> That's lunch money for her. It's nothing. So, I mean, you know, when you have that kind of larder. And so, I would imagine, <laughs> I would imagine at this point, I believe, I think, and also in previous um, broadcasts that I've made, that and say, wow, this guy really doesn't like Nancy Pelosi. And I would have to concur. But here's the thing. She is only a representative. She is a you know, tip of the iceberg of the rest of them. I mean... She is, as far as I'm concerned, what you might refer to as low-hanging fruit, in a sense. It's, it's not fair. But, what the hell? <laughs> I went for it. Anyway, I wanted to share that with you. Um, because I thought it was relevant and I thought it was important before you start thinking whatever it is you may or may not be thinking about poor poor the sadness here comes the violin music of now it's all over for nancy yeah they're oligarchs folks and she's gonna do what any smart oligarch does they'll just waddle off into the sunset they waddle off into the sunset in style with countless amounts of bags of gold. Yep, your money, my money, society's money. And doesn't really give a shit about, well, anything they said they did. And you can rest assured that goes double for actually giving a rat's ass about you. Well, what did you think about that? I'd really like to hear what you have to say. So go on over to my website, theearnestmanshow.com and put down your two cents worth. And while you're there, please feel free to listen to any and all the episodes you like. Plus, check out the other interesting things on my website. Until next time, this is Ernest saying take care. I'm out of here. <laughs>